Well, ladies, welcome to another episode of Getting Made with Stephanie J. Getting made is getting your mind right, getting your attitude right, getting your drive and a dream, and getting your energy up through exercise and energy. And this podcast is solely dedicated to the made concept, which is all of those qualities and bringing you motivation, inspiration, and information that will help you find your sweetest life in all those categories. Today is the first replay interview, and I did several interviews last year with some totally awesome and amazing women. And I'm so excited to be able to bring those to you on this podcast. Um, The women that you are going to hear interviews from were interviewed on live IG with me. And, you know, since people don't always get to IG, some people aren't even on IG. And some women, um, they're also on YouTube and often people can't get to YouTube. But you can sit in your car and have segments of these interviews available to you right here on the podcast for replay. If you do want to get the full interview and see it, you can head over to my YouTube channel, The Sweet Life of Stephanie J. That's me, The Sweet Life of Stephanie J on YouTube. And you can see the full interviews from these conversations that you will get a little snippet of. So first up, I have my business coach who I've been with for over a year, Tori Torres. She has inspired me and encouraged me and pushed me and informed me in so many ways. And I would be still sitting on my couch watching everybody else's Instagram and watching everyone else's YouTube had it not been for her. For me to bring out my voice and my story to be able to help women find the life that they always want to live. So I hope that you enjoy this. I will put all of her links in the um, comments or description below and I would love to hear what you're thinking of this please give it a five-star review so you Tori can see how amazing she is as she is to me and um, subscribe so you can continue to get these podcasts so no further ado here's Tori Torres from the Posh Girls Club hey everybody Welcome to the Sweet Life Cafe. I got my special mug tonight at my cafe. And I have a cold, so I got a little extra toddy in here. So I get if I get a little out of control, um, it's because I got a little extra toddy in here to help me with my cold. So it may get a little wild up in here. Hi, my girls. Hey, y'all. Everybody's coming in. This is so exciting. So exciting. So I just have to tell everybody. I'm going to tell you the story on how I met Tori, and um, then I'll let Tori tell her story. Yes, please. A a year ago, I was laying on the couch, sick. About a year ago this time, actually. Sick on the couch. I started watching Instagram stories. Um, I started watching the stories called Business Rules for Women, and this spunky woman with this big smile (laughs) came on there, and I was like, Oh my God, like, she's so positive. I love her energy. Oh my God. Then I started watching her at my desk at work Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 o'clock. I still remember. Yes. <laughs> and I, I watched her head. <laughs> And then, you know what? She encouraged me so much. She inspired me so much that I started building this brand because I had just closed my other business down about four months before. I knew I wanted to do something that had to do with women empowerment. That's all I knew. And that's what this is. It's all about giving women resources to give them. Empowerment is giving back power. That's all it is. And that is my goal. And so I brought Tori on because I know there's lots of women like me who want to start businesses, who didn't know how to start a business. And she has guided me in this direction, has helped my business to like 
flourish into touching so many lives. So I'm glad to have you here. Oh, thank you, Steph. I love you. You better not make me cry tonight. You understand? <laughs> I might. You know how easy it is for me to break down in tears. You already made me cry at like two days before Christmas. I was like, oh, I will not cry tonight. <laughs> yeah, well, it was all the truth. It was thank all you. the truth. So can thank you tell everybody, like, how did you get started? Tell us a little bit about your story. Okay. Well, my story goes back, um, and I, I always think of all these different points. Um, I've always been an entrepreneur on some level. I've always made stuff, sold stuff, created ways to make money. I, and, you know, this wasn't always clear to me, really, until you really start to have to tell your story to people. It wasn't always clear. And then one day it hit me, like, um, I remember being a little girl at my grandma's house. My mommy was in college. And I was with my grandma, like so many of us were, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my mommy was in college, and I was, um, she was at Miami Dade, you know, and I was selling um, ice pops, literally ice trays with Kool Aid and a, and a thing. <laughs> wow. And then that went on to, um, to creating my own um, magazine in middle school, full circle, isn't that it? Wow. And so, middle school, I started a magazine and um gave all my friends different parts to run of their own <laughs> it was hilarious and then in high school i did um greeting cards and if anyone has seen my about me page then you've seen the greeting card that my grandma sent me grandma oh, just mailed it to the boys she true story um my gram you know she died a year and a half ago and just before she died she mailed these cards to my boys and there were cards that I made. And the card was the cards that I made them in high school. I literally typed them, wrote the poems, typed them, bought the paper, the card stock, put them together. Like I did it all and I sold them in little boutiques. Went to the boutiques to ask them sure. if I could sell my stuff. True story. And um, she mails this card to my babies. And it says success on the outside. And... It was this poem that I wrote about success and um, climbing up the ladder and pulling back to reach up the person, reach for the person behind you. Like it literally oh. brought me to my knees. I couldn't even believe it. She died a couple months later. Oh. Um, so even then, that was always my goal. So, but I didn't know. It just goes to show how how life happens, right? So mm -hmm. fast forward to being a stay-at-home mommy and. I didn't have the nicest husband. Uh, we won't get all into that right now. <laughs> we won't yet. No. Um, I was a stay-at-home mommy, and um, I needed my own money. I did. He, well, you, you know, know what? I didn't even get to do your intro. I was so excited. Okay, yes. <laughs> I didn't even get Let's to do, do it. Like, the intro that I had. So uh, let me go back and read the intro. I was Let's like, do the intro. Go we're going into the details. All right. Tori Torres is a <laughs> South Florida girl. She's a mommy to Christiane and Carmelo. She's mm -hmm. daughter to who she affectionately calls El Boogie. Um, she's a serial entrepreneur, as you've already heard, like from elementary school, junior high to high school. Yeah. <laughs> first created the first crystal phone case and made that like a phenomenon. She's been That's on true. MTV, VH1, Bravo TV, BT, House of D Diane von Furstenberg, Pro and Project Runway. Yes. That's just from her first business. She also created Diamond Girls, the magazine, she's a, which I've been featured in. Thank you very much. Yes, you are one of our she writers. Started <laughs> The Posh Girls Club, the Socialite Suite, runs two six-figure businesses, total of four businesses, 
She's a luxury brand biz builder and does this all from her cute little room that she's sitting in right now. I do. So my cute little home office. <laughs> Thank you, Steph. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I appreciate that. Um, the things that I'm most proud of are very easy for me. It's number one, and this is again how you I believe in manifestation and how you make things come into your world. So we're so often we're taught that we're supposed to do things a certain way. Y'all are gonna meet El Boogie very soon and you're gonna find out. I refuse. I refuse. She's like, you live in fantasy world. <laughs> and I do. I just refuse to believe that life was supposed to happen for me or any of us the way that people tell us, right? Wow. And so I have always, always been that person. Um, but the thing that makes me most proud is I, my goal was always, I said, the second I laid eyes on Chrissy, it was game over. Y'all know I'm obsessed with this boy, okay? <laughs> I'm obsessed with both of my boys. It's something about, well, I have a first and a baby. So they have their like amazing places in either, in each way, right? Yeah. And people are like, oh, he's your favorite. Oh, he's your favorite. It just depends on where we are in the time of day. Who's mama's favorite? Whoever needs mama the most. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, for me, it was the forefront of my mind after I saw him was, okay, what am I going to do with all this ambition? Because I'm never leaving this boy. <laughs> wow. Never leaving him. And then the other thing for me that's the greatest is um, giving the give back. Like, it just makes me so emotional. It really does. It makes me, um, when I get your messages, and I do, I get them from the ladies in my community like you, and then I get them from people that I that send me a message once and we never meet again. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's something very emotional and, and beautiful about being able to do that for me. I'm totally starting to feel that now. And that's, I mean, and that really what's keep, what, what's keep, what keeps me going is getting that positive feedback. And you've been an entrepreneur for a long time. What has kept you motivated and kept you going forward in it, not getting dis discouraged? That's easy. That one's really easy for me. Um, my sons are watching. <laughs> my boys are watching. And I watch them go through hardships. Um, Mr. Man, I could talk about, and I, I'm going to talk on this a little bit because I never told anybody. Mr. Man, and people might judge, but he got, um, I figure I'm coming on Steph's sweet life. I yep. need to keep it all the way open, keep right? <laughs> We're we talking home, real stuff, right? So Mr. Man had problems at school last year because, not because he's a bad kid, he is like, the funniest, the brightest, the most giant ball of laughter and joy. Like he is literally, we can't have any dull moments. He drives me nuts because every single word out of his mouth is a joke, right? We were like, me and Chrissy are like, come on, man, can we just write? <laughs> <laughs> but he got in trouble for selling something in school. Not drugs, nobody go crazy, okay? <laughs> Nothing like that. Hold it. In school that he's not, like you can't even sell candy in school. Oh, and wow. he is an entrepreneur, just like his mommy and just like his daddy became. And so he, um, for me, it's like, I don't want my kids to feel like they have to be stuck in a rut, stuck in a specific way of life, a specific way of doing things. So I was like, fine, 
I'm gonna take him out of school and I'll homeschool him so he can be the person he can be. That could have taken him off of his path, but it didn't. Chrissy, he has struggled with baseball because of that year and a half that he had off. You guys have heard me say where he got hit in the head with the baseball bat. Yeah. And did the kid give up? No, he didn't. He got off the ground. Yes, he went to the hospital because he had a concussion and a giant rock-like size knot on his head. Oh, wow. But he didn't give up. And that's because that is what I keep teaching them. So if I'm teaching them that, I got to show them. I can't give up just because shit gets hard. Sorry, Steph. I don't know if you can no, say it yet. No, that's fine. <laughs> and, you know, that's but one I, can't. I had you on here is because, you know, this week was all about legacy, about Martin Luther King. And I've watched you and your boys. <laughs> and I watched what you're doing through them and what you're building in them. Yeah. And as a mom and a single mom at that, who, you know, majority of the time, single mom, I'm, I told y'all I wasn't going to make you cry, but <laughs> that is, you know, that, that honors a lot because there's a lot of single moms out there who are challenged by, you know, being able to balance raising great kids and instilling in them that kind of, that, those kind of values. And especially with our education system. How's he doing? How's he doing at homeschool? He's amazing. And you know what's fun? I go, y'all know I go to bat for my babies. I go to bat. I remember and that. Not one. just them. Yeah, not just them, but their friends in the community. I just had a conversation with Chrissy's principal the other day. And this is so important. <laughs> Excuse me. This is so important in our communities. And I want mommies, single mommies, I want you to take note. I know one of our ladies, Alunwa, she's raised, she's raised all Ivy League kids. Yes. Me. It is, I'm amazed. Steph has raised four. Yes. Like, seriously? <laughs> okay. We're a community of women who love our children, our mm. sons, our daughters. And we can love them, but if we don't do something and step in for all of them and we don't get into what's happening in these schools. I live in North Carolina. I live in Charlotte. I'm from South Florida. And then I lived in New York. I know nothing about this Carolina school system, except at 16, they could try you as an adult. That I know. Wow. The only state in the, in the country that that's true. Okay. So anything that happens with my kids, I'm going to talk to the principal because my kid is not going to be the one. It's not going to happen. I'm on watch. I want them Good to know I'm you. paying attention. I am looking. You're not going to get anything by me, okay? <laughs> and I think, and, and I had a conversation with Chrissy's principal. Quick story stuff. I'm going to throw this in and try <laughs> to do it. So quick story, and this is where my, my, one of my missions. It really is, because my babies are going to be, one of them, Chrissy's going to be out in a year, but this is a mission for other mommies and, and special and single mommies who don't have that support system. They got to go in and they have to like fight for their babies without mm -hmm. being hostile or impassionate or, you know, we got to hold it back because people want to judge us and all those yep. things. Right. Yep. So Chrissy hadn't gotten his agenda. I'm like, okay, so what do we need to do to get the agenda? You know, Christian is brilliant and blonde. Sorry, blondes. I love blondes. <laughs> it's just a thing I say. I don't mean blonde. There's anything wrong with blondes. It's just I consider myself a blonde. Like, I have these moments. It's a term, okay? Um, <laughs> um, he's brilliant and blonde is my little thing for him, right? And so the hard stuff, he scores in a 98th percentile and everything. But wow. yet, every and that's literally the truth. His whole life, though. And then day-to-day -day stuff, it's gone, right? So apparently they've been telling him that he didn't have his agenda. I didn't know he didn't have his agenda because Chrissy self-manages. He really does since day one, right? Is the agenda like their school planner or? Yes. Okay. 
student, not a single infraction ever in his whole life. And finally, we have this issue with getting the planner. So finally, we get the planner. And the principal, Chrissy texts, he snaps me in the middle of the day. And he's like, mommy, there, I just got in trouble. I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean you just got in trouble? What'd you do? And he's like, well, the principal just kind of attacked me. And he, and he was like, I can't tell you now because we're not supposed to be on our phones. But I'll tell you when I get home. Still following the rules, my kid. Comes home, runs up the stairs. Now he's got to tell me the story. So they have this whole conversation. The principal is like, you don't have your agenda. You don't have your agenda. You don't, like he said it like six times. Christian's a man. So he's respectful. But now he's like, okay, now you're attacking me. You know, can we get to it? So they, long story short, he listens. He lets the guy carry on. And he gives him a thumbs up as he's leaving. <laughs> Big mistake, because now the principal literally, like, attacks him. My point is, we have this whole thing with the principal. I, you know, he told him, if I were your parents, I would beat you. That's what he said to him. Yes. That's what he said to Chrissy. So, of course, you know, I call. I go in. And, you know, um, now he shows me the video with no sound. But the point is, we got to hold these people accountable. At the end yeah. of the conversation, he asked me. I went in. I did my Harvard thing, you know, and <laughs> at the end of the conversation, he was like, so what would you like me to have done differently? And I simply said, I want you to look at these kids. My son is an honor student. He is in all honors classes. That's since he was in seventh grade. He's only been in honors classes. He's never had a single infraction. He's never, all of these different things. I said, what I want you to do and I, what I want you to teach your staff is to look at these kids as individual people. Mm. That's what I want you to do. And it will make such a difference. If you get nothing else out of this conversation, that's what I want you to do. So as a mommy, like that's one of my missions. Really, it is to help I feel make you. the school systems better. I know I'm so long-winded. I'm sorry. No, I feel you, girl, because I've had that yeah. happen. I had a child with dyslexia and ADHD. A musician. I mean, that's what mm. he lives overseas now. Yes, that's my cutie. Teachers didn't like him. I mean, I was I was that student. I was that student that teachers couldn't stand because I talked and I was like I liked interacting with people. I didn't want to sit in my seat and listen. I wanted to do stuff that required movement. And they couldn't stand me. I was like, whatever. I'm gonna go out of here and great. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Look but at those, you now. Those are the types of, and exactly now I talk. Everything I do has to do with me interacting with people. But and those are the types of teachers don't like. My watch. teachers, what my teachers always told El Boogie was, we love Tori. She's a great <laughs> student. Awesome. She's amazing, but she talks too much. <laughs> that's I what they said about me. <laughs> Wait a minute. I saw my French teacher at my <laughs> year reunion and I planned the reunion, mind you. I saw at the reunion, she's like, Oh, I see you still talk a lot. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> I was like, Yep, and I'm gonna make money doing it too. One day. Yes, you are. I yes, said to her, are. Girl, bye. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and that's exactly why I took Mr. Man out of public school. I was like, you know what? My kid has a gift. He can sell water to a whale. And what you are not going to do is take away or, you know, mute his gift. Because y'all teachers, because uh, I know there's some great teachers. My best friend is a teacher. And for a lot of them, I'm not bashing teachers. But there's some lazy people out here. Okay? Yeah. And I know they have different personalities. Hello. I get it. It's Guess what? Hello. So do we all. So do we all, yeah. right? 
We all got different personalities yeah. to deal with and different issues to deal with. And somebody's mad at me because I said blondes. They're going to DM me in a minute. Right. We all have shit to deal with, okay? <laughs> and that's the truth. You know, that is so true. And that's even true of, like, in real-life experience. And for kids like uh, Mr. Mayo, who are starting to understand that, and Christian, that even when you're in a job, if you have a personality that somebody doesn't like, and your personality can, is your personality, that's the way God made you, that's exactly that's how right. you're supposed to be, that people can mistreat you just because of that. And that's why, like, we as women, we as women and we as moms sticking up for our kids, and then we're right. sticking up for ourselves. Like, I've yes. been told so many times I talk too much, I'm like, that's that's the way I'm made. Like, then we won't interact. Like, you know. That's it. They, it's not your people. Friends, you know? It's not your people. It's not your people. Yeah, they totally judge you. You're right. They totally judge you, someone said. And that's true. And that's not, even with kids, like, to judge a kid for who they are and not build a curriculum for who they are and not. No. Someone told me recently, you teach the personality. Oh, it was about coaching. It was about coaching and a good coach, someone told me, a good coach coaches the personality first yes. and not the skill. So they look at how that person is made, oh. the way they learn, oh my gosh. and they coach them based on. And I was like, that is true. And that holds the same for a teacher. I wanted you to talk a little bit about how you're building That's your legacy. So because true. Isn't it though? That's so true. Um, uh oh, oh wait, you're silent. breaking up a little there bit. I didn't, there we go. didn't hear what you said. I said, because we get those cookie cutter teachers, cookie cutter coaches. Okay, are we back? Can you hear Instagram's me? trying to steal our glory right now. We're not going to let it happen. They, the we are not. We're just, just going to pause a second. They are not going to steal our moment. I know sometimes I'd be like animated, so I have to sit still. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, because I want you to tell some of the things you're doing to feed into their lives to build their legacy? Because I know a couple of them, but I want you to share them. So some of the things that I am doing to feed, I think that's what you asked me. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the first things that I did before, right as I was pregnant with Miss Ann, actually El Boogie tried to get us to do this way when we first eloped, because we were crazy. Crazy kids, we eloped. <laughs> And the very first thing, once she accepted the fact that I had run off and married this man, and she was like, what? <laughs> I, she took the credit cards away, honey. She was like, mm -mm, no, ma'am. Dang, <laughs> so, I'm buggy. But one of the first things she told us to do and actually wanted to help us do was purchase our first home. Because when you have your real estate, um, it's just, you build on that. So we didn't do it right away for other reasons, but eventually we did get to that. Um, and the homes, we bought three back in three years. And um, the home, the first home I ever bought was actually the very best investment I ever made. The very best. I found it. I built it. I took pictures when I built it. It's for my, my sons, too. And we bought it in 2000 and built it. Almost paid off. By the time Chrissy graduates, that home will be paid off. Wow. And that is money for starters, just that home that they will have for their life. When my grandma Malicious died, and y'all know I talk about this every now and then because that's my grandma's like my whole center of the universe. So many of us, that's the case, right? My mommy had me at 16, and I'm amazed at what she's done. I'm amazed. I love her, and, and I can't wait to introduce her into our community. I know, I but can't she's wait so to shy. Meet her. 
I know, me too. I can't, can't wait. I hope she comes to our next event. Um, and I think she will because it's in New York and she's my boy Bob who's going to put the events together. She's obsessed with Bobby. She loves him. <laughs> I'm <at> his house. <laughs> but we're delicious. So for anyone who's annoyed, love I'm it. sorry. That's what I called her to her face. I love guy. it. Um, when she died and her siblings, when they died and her parents, my great grandfather was like, the pillar of the community in Fort, he built most of the homes in the 40s and 50s in Fort Lauderdale and Hallandale wow. and Hialeah. He built most of the black communities. And Yuli Edwards, he was very revered. People loved and respected him so much. He was a huge, and when he died, his siblings fought over the property. His children mm -hmm. fought over the property. What his been drilled my ex-husband brother doesn't speak to him because he's a lot to take but what will not happen to christian and carmelo has been drilled into their heads by mommy their whole life and they know mommy does not play their whole lives it's been drilled into them that they have to value family um they have to value family they have to understand how generational wealth is created el boogie wow, has created and she's told mellow she's like listen if mommy tells me that you're not getting up on time, guess what you're not getting? They're looking for property together. Her and Carmelo, wow. are, that's something that he's charged. She's like, I want you finding for Nana to invest in that's in Charlotte. Story. Oh, my God. So those that are, is he's so 14. <laughs> but that that's so on, she's like, I need to know he can handle what I'm leaving him. Because if he doesn't, I'm not leaving it to him i will leave it to a dog she said i'll leave it to a dog Dogs that have always been drilled um yeah she told him i will leave it to a dog and it won't be but if i can't trust that you're Not gonna easy. handle what i've worked for my whole life you can't have it and that's just the reality wow. of it so um money you know, is great many but families you, you do that not many black families, I can only speak of, not many black families do that. And that's one thing that yeah. I think is definitely a disadvantage for us, not building, not valuing the things that really are of value. Um, and, then, yes. and then teaching our children that same thing. And property is one of those. And yeah, and let me tell you, Steph, my babies, their friends are obsessed with like Supreme and Gucci and Louis Vuitton. Christian and Carmelo, beautiful watches. We were out in the store, and my mommy, you know, a boogie's like, oh, I, I think they these watches. I think they'd be, because I was trying to figure, everyone else had gotten them everything. Um, and so I was trying to figure out my gift. I didn't just want to give them money. So I, I found these beautiful watches, and, and my mommy's like, oh, yeah, these are perfect. These are be gold, just beautiful. So then while I'm buying the watches, <laughs> she. She's over talking to them at section about the watches. <laughs> and when I finished purchasing the watches, I got these two beautiful blue bags with satin ribbon. I'm so excited. I bought my baby. She's oh my God. gorgeous watches. And she's crying. I didn't even get the words out. And she's like, Sherelle, she calls me, she calls me my mom. By my middle name. She's like, Sherelle. She's trying to get it out. And I'm like, what? Get it out already. What? And she's like, ew, that's so gaudy. Ew, I don't <laughs> Who does oh, that? Oh, wow. 
I went back to the That's register, good, refunded the damn watches. Seriously, they <laughs> haven't been raised on material shit. Yeah, they're not materialistic at wow. all, except sneakers. Chrissy loves his sneakers. He got yeah. his off white. Did, but they're not yeah. into materialistic <laughs> stuff at That's all. That's good. That's another value, though. That's another legacy that you're leaving them. I mean, yeah. I know you like your nails, you like your hair, you like your makeup, but you are still like all about let's get the let's get the money right first. And oh then... yeah, and I want to, I definitely want to be clear on that too. That's another point that's really important. Like before I bought my expensive vehicle, before I got invested in uh, buying these handbags and all of this stuff. Um, and that's really my my most part. Like out my nails, my hair. You know, my parents. I want everyone to know I was debt free. Okay. Wow. <laughs> debt free. I don't believe in buying things that you don't have the money right on hand to pay for. I don't have credit cards. I don't need credit cards. Um, my cars are paid mm -hmm. off. So those are the. So when you look at me and you're like, "Oh, Tori's so flashy and she's got her hair and the, you know the nails and the the bags," and I do have my. Louis Vuitton luggage, honey. She lives for time. <laughs> but I did not do that. I did not. I, I said, when y'all change over, y'all gonna know Tori is debt free. And this is gonna be my own, that kind of, those kinds good. of things. But after I got my savings up, I did all, because El Boogie did not wow. play. So that's what I encourage. So yes, if you want to do that, do it when you've got, I think Damon Dash did a video recently or i saw okay. the video where he was talking about did you see that online didn't see it no someone shared it with me i never got to see it well he's talking that. about yeah he's talking about how you know these artists they get out there they get their hundred grand and then he broke down where the hundred grand goes and i was like true story unless you have an a boogie in your life honey a boogie is coming to our community very soon <laughs> Um, she's, she's doing a, a, a series called what I would have done in 19 and she wow. did to be 16 Steph, Can you, I can't imagine being a 16 year old and doing the things that my mommy did. I really can't. And she always puts her, she's like, ah, I wasn't, I'm not this or I'm not that. I'm like, mommy, look at your home. You have land. You have, I mean, wow. <laughs> really you have, she went the corporate route. And she just said such a great and example why, for you guys. It's not, entrepreneurship isn't for everyone. Corporate. She set such a great example, though. I mean, you had such a great example to, to live from. And that's why. That's why you're the way you are. Did you ever feel like, and this is going to like kind of a deep question, but did you ever feel like you missed not having a father in the picture? Or did she do such a I, great I, <laughs> 100%, yes. Um, this is why I, the drama that I've had with her, like, nearly 20 years, practically, is because he's a, he's a lot to take. He's a huge personality. Anyone who knows. Thank you guys so much for listening to this interview um, that I did a while ago with Tori Torres. I love to share these because they were great on IG and they just touched so many people's lives. Um, and just... You know, I love hearing a story about a woman who's overcome and she definitely has overcome and moved forward and just blown it out the water. So if you want to follow her, you can follow her at Posh Tori. You can follow her at the Posh Girls Club. Um, and those are two of the ways you can find her or you can join her private group, The Socialites, which I'm part of um, and the Posh Girls Club. 
which I'm also a part of. I think, yeah, I think I am. <laughs> but great information. If you're trying to build your own business and you're trying to really learn how to do it right, definitely follow her. She provides so much insight and information. And um, you can continue to follow me here to be enc get encouragement, information, and motivation to help you find your sweetest life. Um, I would really appreciate if you'd give this a five-star review because I would just make me so happy. Um, and also, if you just comment and let me know what you're thinking about, let me know what you like about it. And subscribe because I you never know I'm going to throw a podcast out there. So I want you to be ready to listen whenever it's available. So you guys, as always, keep reaching for your sweetest life. Have a great day. Catch you on the next podcast.